0: This is the Tony G Podcast where we talk about health, fitness, mindset, motivation, everything in between. I give you my six years experience so you don't make the mistakes that I did in the past. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Tony G Podcast. This one's on emotional eating. Uh, My experience with it and what it's all about and what I think about it and how you can Work with it. So emotional eating is, let's say if you're stressed out or having a bad day, people turn to food, I would say nine times out of ten, if they're not already smoking cigarettes, hitting the gym four to five times a week, or whatever their guilty pleasure is to deal with stress. A lot of people turn to food, meaning I'm just having a bad day. Let me have a piece of chocolate. Let me have a piece of pizza. Let me have a, a bottle of ice cream or drink a couple brewskis to cope with the stress that you're dealing with throughout the day. You add that up with the weeks and the months and the pounds can start to pack on. But the cool thing is when you understand how to set up a diet for yourself or if you want to say how to set up a long-term eating plan for yourself, when you learn how to incorporate the foods in your day-to-day or you're eating your favorite food every other day, when you're stressed, you're not going to turn the food Turn to that food to help you cope with the stress, you'll have to find something else out to uh, work that stressor out. So let's say I like chocolate. I like 70% dark chocolate. So I have two uh, small boxes of it actually in my kitchen. So I try to eat that every day or every other day as a part of my fats. Uh, and then that way when I'm stressed out, instead of me like, you know, I just need to have chocolate and feeling guilty about it and then binging and then eating a bunch of it and then feeling guilty that day and then going super restrictive for the next day or the next couple of days, that's what typically happens as well on top of you just binging and eating the bad food is guilty pleasure. You feel guilty that you're eating it because you're stressed out and it's causing you to eat your favorite foods in a large amount of because your gut did not communicate with your head fast enough telling you that you're full because carbohydrates and fats are not that filling. Protein is the most satiating macronutrient there is out there. But when you incorporate it with your day-to-day or your every-other-day food, you don't have to worry about that. Another food I like to eat is, what would I say? I would say cinnamon, like cinnamon rolls are my favorite, warmed up. uh, Pillsbury Doughboy ones. I'm a, I'm a fat kid, I love sweets over salty foods. Sweets all day. I can eat cupcakes, pies, and ch- and anything sweet every day. So uh, instead of that, I lost my point. Oh, I had the Snickerdoodle Cookies, it's called the Complete Cookie. Uh, I believe it's like 16 grams of protein, 50 grams of carbs, but 10 grams of fiber, uh, and about 12 to 15 grams of fat. So it's satiating, keeps me full for a couple hours, it's got your fibers and your fats. But it's cinnamon coated, top to bottom, everywhere. It's called Snickerdoodle Complete Cookie. I have that every single day, no matter what. The chocolate every other day, the Snickerdoodle every day. And that way I have my sweetness, but it's also a healthy version of the sweetness every day. And that way I don't have to binge. I don't feel like I'm deprived. I don't feel like I have to eat this food at that certain time and then binge. And then just feel like shit that day or... One minute after I ate the food, I feel like shit, but I'm like, fuck it. I've already eaten it. Let's just keep going. What else do you want to pack on? Let's eat the pizza. You don't get that feeling when you actually just eat the foods throughout the week. Um, Also, once you get good at working out your macronutrients and your calories and know how to track, whether it be with a macro app uh, or MyFitnessPal, or you use uh, cups and weighing utensils on a scale, or you can use your hand. Once you get good at Doing that over the long term, tracking becomes a lot easier. Like, for instance, I have either a large taco or a pizza on Friday or Saturdays. I usually have three-fourths of one to myself. But I usually usually, actually used to have one or 1.25 of a pizza or something, some large amount. But since I'm already eating my favorite foods throughout the week, I now only eat about maybe half Maybe if that, maybe three-fourths max, only one day out of the week because I don't crave it because when you get rid of your cravings because you're already eating the foods throughout the week, it makes it a lot easier. Like Again, you just you don't binge. You don't feel guilty about it. It's not just a a guilty feeling. I don't know how else to, to explain it. It's not a guilty feeling in the body of your stomach or your head and you don't feel like shit, so you have to be super restrictive. For that, the rest of that day, or you just fuck it. You just chucked it in the fucking bucket and moved on. You're, now you're just binging. You might feel guilty for the next day and the following few days. And You might be like, "All right, only salad and chicken breast, and I'm not going to even eat breakfast, even though you're always hungry all the time in the morning." Like, you know, I'm not going to eat breakfast. You know, fuck it. I'm just gonna just gonna eat salads for lunch, and you know, maybe some chicken and some uh, one potato for dinner, and maybe like no snack because you felt guilty the day before. But. but don't ask me why I know about that, <laughs> but you shouldn't feel bad about eating food. You shouldn't feel bad about eating uh, your favorite foods. When you can incorporate it throughout the week, it makes life a lot easier and you don't feel like you're on a diet. Like for instance, the easy way to track food if you're new to this or if you're intermediate still or if you want to go from tracking to not tracking, uh, the PN1 method is using your hand as a measuring. So your palm is a piece of protein of what you should have at every meal. Granted, I know protein shakes you can't measure out with your palm. I get that. Just one scoop of protein and that's fine. Uh, As long as it's a standard dose, like 20 to 25 grams of protein per one scoop, you're fine. Everything else, palm-based protein at every meal or three to four meals. Um, A closed fist of vegetables, non-starchy or starchy vegetables. You could do one thumb from the uh, middle part of your thumb, right where the bone is, all the way up to the fingernail for fat and you can just play around with how many meals you have. I like to eat six meals in a day. That's just me. Some people do three. If you're not a breakfast person, you're not hungry, don't force yourself to eat. There's a study done. The people that were force-fed, I'm not force-fed, but they were in a study, but the people that were not hungry in the morning ate in the morning, actually ended up eating a lot more and gaining more weight than people that were naturally hungry in the morning. The people that were naturally more hungry in the morning were more conscientious of the food that they were eating throughout the day and making healthier overall choices. The people that were uh, made to eat breakfast when they're not hungry actually put on more weight in the name of fat. Uh, if you guys want to know about this study, I can link it link it to you. But if you're not hungry in the morning, don't eat. Eat at lunchtime. A lot of people like to do intermittent fasting when dieting or just overall in life because they don't want to be eating all day. I've done that for a little bit. Little bit. I've dabbled in it. I'm typically hungry in the morning. That's just me. I mean, I have a fast metabolism. I eat a lot of food, six meals a day, sometimes seven when I'm pushing it. Um, Coffee and tea are going to be your best friends to help you get to that 11 or 12 o'clock if that's when your fast starts. I'm sorry, ends. So if you're eating for eight hours, you're fasting for 16 hours, that's one method. Or I do five moderate to high-calorie days throughout the week, Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a lot less carbs. Uh, same amount of protein, same amount of fats. The carbs are the only thing that really change. I'm just naturally a lot less hungrier when I'm at home Saturday, or Saturday Sunday when I'm not moving as much so hence I'm eating less and I'm still at the maintenance throughout the week. I'm in a surplus because I'm in a uh, muscle gaining phase but that's me. But don't feel bad about eating food. Incorporate your favorite foods in your daily eating patterns. Just make sure you plug and play with the protein, the carbs and the fats so you're eating at maintenance if you're trying to maintain weight. If you're trying to gain weight, obviously two to 500 calories extra on certain days, other days where you're less active, less carbs, same amount of fat, same amount of protein or more depending upon how hungry you get. Uh, If you guys have any questions, shoot me an email, I'd love to help you out any way I can. That's why I record these podcasts for you to try to help you out uh, to not make the mistakes that I made through my fitness journey. Instead, in the beginning I should have hired a professional, learned from them, got guidance, Got certified as a trainer, then taught all that to my clients, but instead I kind of went about the hard way, T Nation, uh, Bodybuilding.com, and just not my favorite way, but you live and you learn, no regrets, Um, just second guessing things, that's all it is. If you guys have any questions or want to know about anything I talked about in this podcast or the other ones, or want me to talk about something that's on your mind or just to, to debunk some myths, let me know. Shoot me an email, Tony G fit the number one at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time.